WordCamp and karaoke what? do not mix. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode 81. Today we're not talking about karaoke. We're but not? today we're going to be talking about what is the appropriate uses of WordPress multi-site. Let's go around the room real quick here, get everyone introduced. We're going to start in alphabetical order with Mr. Alex. A. Oh, that's me. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Alex Vasquez, and um, WordPress is cool, and that's all I have to say about it. Awesome. How about you, George? Whoa. Whoa, hey, got a newbie. Hey, Whoa. George, tell us about yourself, sir. George is frozen. George. Okay. All right. Russell kicked out George. <laughs> Mika. I'm Mika Epstein. I work for DreamHost as a WordPress support guru, half elf and half unicorn, if you ask my CEO. Nice. Legendary. <laughs> Rachel, tell us about yourself. Hi, my name is Rachel Baker, and I do Stratechery for 10up. What? Strategery. Strategery. It's strategery. It's, it's awesome. strategic. I'm a strategic engineer, so I strategically delegate engineering tasks to other people. Wow, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Russell? Tell us about yourself, sir. Uh, my name is Russ. I do WordPress in Las Vegas. I uh, help do WordCamp Las Vegas. Very nice. And you have no bottom half of your face. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. It slowly fades in. <laughs> that, that just got really creepy. <laughs> hey, George, tell us about yourself, sir. I am George Tobias. I'm a freaking WordCamp speaker and team lead of Jetpack. I spend a lot of time working on Jetpack, how it relates to multi-site, and helping to do stuff with WordPress.com, which is a really big multi-site. Your face is a really big multi-site. I, I love George, <laughs> just so you know. I love George. I'm sorry if that's creepy, but I don't want to keep it in any longer. I yeah, because you're never creepy, Alex. Yeah, never, me. ever, ever. Say, tell us about yourself. Oh, hey, my name is Say, and I'm not creepy either. <laughs> um, but I like WordPress. Yes, I do. I like WordPress. How about you? <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. You, that just happened. I'm Steve Zankin. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the uh, OC WordPress Meetup, and we are meeting tonight out of my office. Oh, by the way, Steve, I'm not going to be uh, able to make it to tonight's meetup. Alex Alex will be speaking tonight. At the <laughs> I, not so much. Not so much. I, yeah. So anyway, you, go you on. Will, you will be there if I have to come and drag you here. By the night. Nice with a good time. <laughs> All right. Well, and I'll, and how about myself? I'm Jason Tucker. You can find how me about you? Jason Tucker, and you can <laughs> also go and read all of my musings about video and WordPressery at wpmedia.pro. We're off to a great start today. We he are. WordPress. We like WordPress. Hmm, WordPress. Hmm. This is what you get for doing these on a Monday morning, man. Exactly. I, I, if we did it on Tuesday, I, I it would be entirely. If we did it on Tuesday, it would be entirely too coherent, and everyone would like judge us on like normal standards or something. What are we talking about today? <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Every week we try to come up with a great topic, and and Steve, uh, Steve and I were talking about like what what would be a good topic to, to discuss. Steve had a client that he was going to be doing some stuff with multi-site. Um, I work at a company that um, runs uh, a multi-site. It's not a very large multi-site, but it's definitely a multi-site. That's what you said. Um, so, what I've been wanting to do is is to kind of get a bunch of folks together that talk that you know know a lot about multi-site and kind of discuss it. So. Because you wanna... water cooler exists explicitly to answer the questions we have. That's, what, that, that's what I've learned from what you just said. Was water cooler support. Was that ever in doubt? 
Here's the, here's I'm the curious about this. When about for, oh, oh, this one's really you, simple. So. When in doubt, don't use multi-site. Oh, I like that. I'm kidding. That is a good rule of thumb. Let's start there. Why? Yeah, what? why not? What does that even mean, Mika? Okay, so multi-site, fine art, running multiple WordPress installation uh, sites with one installation of a network. It's cool. It's awesome. It runs WordPress.com. It runs WordPress.org these days. It runs a ton of stuff. It's cool. <laughs> and it sucks to maintain right now because it still means that you need to understand how to get into your server, how to mess with the database manually should you have a problem. Like if I told you to disable all of your plugins on a regular install, you say, oh, okay, I'm just going to rename the plugins folder. But what if you don't want to do that for every single that. site on your network? It That's suddenly totally gets a little do. bit more complicated. Um, so, I would also say that it's it's hard to port the to move your data from like out or into multi-site. Oh, totally. Cool. So that was depressing. Sorry. Glad we started with the negative, Steve. That was really great. Let's, let's back up. Let's back up a minute too, because we got a little too technical. Okay. This is already, this is already called something. why not use it. I already did that. I want to. <laughs> I want to touch. I want to touch on something that you said. Is uh, multi-site runs several sites with a single install. So let's talk about that for the for the non-technical people that are tuning in. So if you want to have multiple sites, you think oh, I'll install WordPress here and I'll install WordPress there. But if you only have one place to install it, you only have one place to update the plugins, one place to update core, one place to update themes, one place to log in with the same password. Thank God, and you don't have to worry about that whole don't reuse your password. Bad. Thing because it's just one site, which is cool. But okay, if that one so. site gets hacked, it's great because they have access to all of them. Yes. Okay, we were on. supposed to let's, be positive right let's now. Not get so <laughs> yeah. let's, no, that let's, was a positive thing. But <laughs> that, that hacking that you just talked about, that was something that happened at Forbes about two or three weeks ago. They got fished and hacked and all that stuff, and because of the multi-site situation, they were able actually to access across all of them. All of them. So. But the, the thing was that happened because uh, someone gave up their password, not because of any fault on the technical side. Just because a human was like, "Here's my password." So let's yeah, talk right, about instead, some of the benefits of that just of being limited to one site. Because totally, let's definitely talk about the benefits. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. Let's talk about. Some oh no, of the I was benefits. just saying. Let's talk about some of the benefits of multi-site. Let's start. Well, one of, one of the things that, that I really like about it is you know for for a large multi-site network where you've got you know like a hundred plus. Uh, content administrators and editors and what have you, it makes I think managing easier or managing users a lot easier. So, so I, I and I've had to do this with a number of school sites. So I, I agree with that. So one of, one of the benefits of hang on, one of the benefits of multi-site is you really do have a tr truly have a single sign-on. Okay. Sure. So yeah. for lack of a better term, you've got you can have multiple sites within a network. You have a single sign-on, and that sign-on can have different privileges depending on the site that you're logging into. So as the as the site administrator, there's a new there's another uh, privilege level called super admin. So when I set up the site, I'm the super admin. I can access everything on the network. But if I wanted to say set up a site, um, one site, and have Alex be an editor and Mika be an admin, I can have that. And then site number two, I can have George be an editor and Alex be an admin. That's all possible because different you have different privileges per site, uh, but still a single sign on. Go ahead. But at the same point, you're also going to be stung by the fact that um, your user details will follow you around on every site because user meta is a global table. So if you set right. your uh, you George, you're what, cutting what, 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 George, what George was saying is, is anything that you set in your user meta gets carried over from site to site. Is that correct? With the sure. exception of your user. Yeah. 
with accepting of the role. Roll. Okay, okay, let's let's talk about this for a second. Blah blah blah. User rules. Super administrator. Why would you want to use multi-site in the first place? In okay. what case scenarios is this actually applicable? Because I think it's better to define what you should use it for rather than what you should not use it for. Because of so, you know philosophical proofs, easier to prove something you should than you shouldn't. Sure. I mean, I'll give you an example of like why you would want to use it. The like the Occupy movement. Um, several years ago, when they were first starting out, they were one big multi-site installation. Because for every city, they wanted to use the same theme and have like one installation that then they could just set up separate sites for every city of like Chicago, LA, New York, whatever. That then they managed in one central place, use the same theme, same plugins, all that, and uh, but everything else uh, remained the same except for you know, users who had access to each site. Like, if I was a user on the New York site, that would be the only place, like, I should have access. So uh, it retains autonomy in other... Hang on a second, Russell? Um, so the best example I could give is, like, I came from the mortgage world, so every real estate company had one WordPress site, but then every realtor had their own subsite. We used multi-site for that. They all got to use the same theme, the same plugins, the same like gravity form, but they all got to have their own separate install, but it was all one install using multi-site. That's the best example I could give. I'm going to give you one other example. So for a while I worked on LABoxing.com, and they've got multiple franchises. Um, that, so they have one uh, multi-site set up at the corporate level, and then each franchise would have its own single site that they could give the franchisees access to. So basically, if you want to control everything that everybody's doing... Sure, multi-site's great for that because the super admin has the super control, can control every site, can punt an admin, replace them, and whatever, which is why you don't give out super admin powers like candy on Halloween. I don't <laughs> super admin <laughs> Do I get a cape? Do I get a cape with the super admin? I know. I really want to. Okay. So, <laughs> so there's a funny built, story. Has anyone built a software as a service platform that would let you basically charge and then it would activate and shut down subsites as subscriptions come and go? I well, you know, WPMU Dev actually. There that, are that's, plugins that's a good that question. Do WPMU Dev has a um, like an integration with. What is up with everybody yeah, in Saturday? It, it must be it must be an aftershock from last maybe week. It's, maybe it's <laughs> maybe Google again. Google is is is, is so, not a fan of water cooler. Hashtag blame Google. There I are hope, plugins. I hope Alex is unfrozen by the time for the meetup tonight. Well, if not, he's got a great face for the meetup tonight. Um, you you've got plugins that you could say, you know, I'm going to activate a site and you're going to pay for it, and if you don't pay for it, I can shut it down or suspend it. And I've seen them all over the place. Uh, I haven't had the reason to use them, so I don't have personal experience with it. But at the same time, I know that that is a really... That's kind of the basis on how WordPress.com works. Isn't it, George? Um, pretty much, except it's not really any auto-activated or uh, will turn off your site if you stop paying. Well, if you stop paying for your domain mapping, though, it goes away, doesn't it? Uh, the domain mapping, yeah. Well, so how WordPress.com does it is that hosting is free for me at me.wordpress.com, but if I want custom CSS or if I want a domain name or if I want you know bells and whistles or a beautiful cat, I have to pay more to get it, and that's a different way of monetizing a managed WordPress uh, multi-site solution. 
there was a cat. I had to say hi to the cat. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the and, and so this is a common misconception. Multi-site is not multi-user. That's yes, a good it point. It is and it isn't. It is and it isn't. But, but it was. Now, my, my point. It was. It used to be called multi-user, but multi-user was misleading. Multi-site is a is a much better name for what it actually is. I would agree. So I have a question. Uh, well, um, hey, let, let me finish that really quick. Sorry, Sam. No. Mul no. Every, every WordPress site is multi-user. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, No, I was going to ask a question was, um, what, how, you know, a lot of times you see uh, BuddyPress does similar, not similar, it's not similar, but it has kind of a same kind of bunch of people doing something. So could one of you find folk please um, discuss an instance in which you might want to use BuddyPress instead of multi-site? So buddy press there's a well there's a well no there there's a there's a project uh, that I'm working on where I'm um, you know like buddy press is being used uh, not in place of multi-site but is just a way for people to connect really quickly and get offline uh, it, it's kind of like a very uh, light version of of LinkedIn but um you know this is for different departments too and we had discussed you know whether multi-site would be a good use uh, for this, and it just it there was enough questions there, and not enough compelling reason to say, okay, yeah, this should be a multi-site setup on with multi, uh, with BuddyPress. I've got a fast definition like we didn't need for to. you. Yeah, go ahead. My Give fast it. definition: if you want to have multiple separate sites with their own admin area, you want multi-site. If you want to have one massive social site where everybody's going to get to log in and exchange data easily between each other, you're going to aim more towards BuddyPress. Because multi-site yeah, does not win. share content well between yeah. sites. Yeah, so yeah, press. that's a big thing. Those are really it's, it's important to stress that they're in in multi-site. You're actually creating what are effectively separate domains, separate sites, separate existences. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes. Yep. And and they truly can be separate domains. You, it doesn't have to all be just on one domain. There's a a, a plugin. I always install uh, when I'm setting up multi-site called the domain mapping plugin. So it's really about oh, yeah. control, right? Is what it comes down to. Is that okay. you're trying to about control is what well, it comes down to. So you I'm incredibly late. To individual sites, so those sites can, if they want to, have different plugins. If they want to, have different themes. Yes. But then there is an overarching command that allows it to not get too far out of hand or to require them to have certain things. Well, right, like. Let's go back to BuddyPress just for once. I want to close that out real quick. So BuddyPress does not require multi-site. That is correct. In, a, in an earlier version, I think if I remember it did, but it does not require multi-site anymore. I think it did and it didn't. Yeah. You could always work your way around it. No, there was a config you could set in the your... The answer config. for all things on the internet. But now, <laughs> um, but now but, it totally but they, doesn't. They yeah. are two separate things. BuddyPress does not require multi-site. Correct. Okay, yes, I just, I just think that. that people tend to get, um, like, when they're thinking about what they need, when they're like, oh, I need this because they want to have multiple installs or they want to have people be able to log in, and they're just out there kind of searching for what's out there, I think it's easy to get confused between what the reason is to use these various things. And people assume they should just use multi-site like, like it's easy. And like this comes back to your first question. Why should we use multi-site? And, and the question really has the other question as an answer, which is, what are you trying to do? Because right. it goes to the exact same reason of when somebody says, should I use WordPress? Well, what are you trying to do? Because too many people jump into this and think, I want to run multiple sites. I need separate admin areas so that my mom doesn't accidentally post on my brother's site. 
which happened. <laughs> They're not even related, man. I got a, I got a half brother. <laughs> there weren't even there was no reason for that. But by having multi-site, they each had their own site. They could each have their own domain name. Everybody's happy. Um, but my dad has his own separate site, and my aunt has her own totally separate site because their use cases and their needs for what they wanted out of their site would have made it a little bit harder to manage on a multi-site network. It was easier to give them their own site, give them full control because there is limitations. For example, on a multi-site, my site admins can't install their own plugins. Mm, yeah, true. Because you're strict. Good. No, that's a good thing. Yeah, your site admins no. all. No, that's. Uh, no. So what we've learned from that is that Mika has made websites for her entire family. I do. I run all the websites for my entire family, and this is my payback for them raising me and being wonderful families. I love my family. Oh, <laughs> true. I really do. Like, I'm going to give you all websites that you can all log into, but you don't have total control. It's basically. <laughs> Well, Dad I mean, doesn't even log into his website. He still mails me PDFs of his Word docs. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I hope you're not watching this. I have a question. Yep. What, what happens when you install multi-site? Like, what does it do? Are there different ways to install multi-site? There's only one question. way to install it, and then a million ways to configure it. Is that a question you ask because you want to answer it? Well, I guess I guess no, there's no, two no, different. No. I guess we're starting to get it. There's two different types of installation. Yeah. Go ahead, Rachel. Oh, I was to say, there's like two different types of installation. You either install it as, uh, like, do a subdomain install, meaning every site would then be uh, food.example.com, bar.example.com, or the subfolder where then they would be example.com slash foo, example.com slash bar. They, those, the, those are the two different uh, multi-site setups. Yeah. Example.com slash scotch, example.com slash bourbon, example.com slash rye. Oh, so, now you're so, speaking my language. Example.com slash whiskey. I'm going to try to keep this as plain English as possible. When it, there are some, There's some trickery that needs to be done on some servers when you're doing a subdomain install. I think what we should all take from this so, is that unless you really know what you're doing and you can take the technical language, you should not use multi-site. Well, yet, that is... Yeah, totally. I mean, but yet, you mean that it's coming, that it's going to be easier? There are I... some things that are going to be easier, but the part about your server that, that Steve was mentioning is not going to become any easier anytime soon, because that's your server. Right, and so let's right. let's close out the subdomain, uh, uh, subdirectory thing for a second, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but once you choose subdomain or subdirectory, you can't change. You can't. Yeah, you you got to do one... You well, can't, I know you, you can't can. mix the two. Yeah. You can't mix. The I know. Two. I know you. Uh, can, yes, you can mix the two. Can you? Yeah. I, I was because not aware. What? That. Okay. Think with of like complex with, with <laughs> no, you can, <laughs> It's totally simple. In fact, today, okay, let's make a subfolder install. I have example.com/foo, and I want to also Scott. have bar.example.com. Okay, I'm going to make example.com/bar install the domain mapping plugin and map my subdomain to my subfolder. Done. Okay. End of story. It is that easy. I, I, I understand right. that easy for you. A, it might be a little technical for our audience. So, so we've got a domain. Well, there's that. And then <laughs> well, yeah, because, because, because Mika, then, then they have to map the DNS for bar.example.com. Right, which comes back to the problem of subdomain. Right, we're going we're gonna to get off of this topic and get on to something else. Let's we could talk, talk forever on this one. Yeah, we'll, 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 I don't know what to do. I don't want to get too technical. Um, All right, Steve, so I, since you want to... You just lost 75% of our audience with the last minute. <laughs> Sorry, audience. Sorry, I'm not here okay. anymore. Let's talk about plugins. Are all plugins compatible with multi-site? No. What? 
Yeah. Hey, it is so. All well-written plugins should be. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing: oh, not all not all plugins work with anything. So all let's right. not There's make that. generalizations. Okay. But let's talk about in general. There, about you have to be more careful or carefuler if you are using anything on a multi-site because that is going to be multiplied across the site. So it's going to have if it breaks, it's going to really break. So how about WooCommerce and Shop? Well, yeah. so there's two ways, but there's two ways you activate plugins in multi-site. You either do it each individually on a site, or you do it, network. or you network activate a, pl a plugin. It is automatically active across every single site. Thank you, Rachel. You're so welcome. if I network activate WP, or uh, if I network activate WooCommerce, am I good to go? Oh yeah, you're done. No. Don't be sarcastic. Our audience needs to know. Okay, you would still have to configure the plugin like you would normally on a single install of WordPress on each and every site. Um, and other plugins, if you were to network activate them for the entire network, like if you do Jetpack, uh, is it coming soon or is it already there, George? Uh, Jetpack is there that would let you use the network admin to automatically okay. connect all your subsites under the parent. So cool. you can do certain things as the super admin with certain network activated plugins. Jetpack does it. Uh, WP W3 Total Cache has some things where you can say these are the settings I want for my whole network and don't let the subsites mess with these things. Not every plugin does that. Not every plugin should do that. Is the correct statement that very few plugins do that? A small percentage. Okay, so very few plugins do that. Yeah, I mean, considering <laughs> yeah. we've got thirty thousand plugins in the repository very right now, yeah, very few. So if you <laughs> wanted to make a giant Etsy, for example, or the new Etsy, you could, in theory, install a multi-site and then install as a super user, you know, one of the e-commerce plugins, and then each individual site install could do its own configuration to have its own settings and its own product base, its own shipping settings, all that stuff. We, at this point, you'd have to. There is not yet a global plugin for e-commerce that lets you control everything from the network admin. When someone makes that, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how that would be useful to have shopping and then on each individual site. Imagine you your still have... warehouse has all of your stuff and you have satellite stores in multiple locations. I do like the product placement in your hand. Oh, I forgot. I'm holding... Yes, dream... <laughs> it's my, it, 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 it's supposedly a stress thing, but I use it for strengthening my fingers. Yeah, Sorry. Just handed that to you. I have a stack of them on my desk, actually. <laughs> well, we have available for everyone. I'll bring them to WordCamps. So, can I ask, since you guys know, and you guys are kind of like in the know uh, about what's coming up, and Mika, you've, you've alluded to it a couple times, you, you, what is the development that's happening on multi-site? Because it's different than all of the, you know, other, other developments of WordPress. It's moving at a different pace. So, what are the things that are kind of coming down the pipe for multi-site? I'll do this one really quickly. Uh, different handling of... Um, how sites are loaded. So right now we have the problem of subdomains and subfolders and you have to do extra work and map them and blah 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 blah. They're going to be making that easier. Um, Nason and I think Alex have been working on that lately. Not you Alex, another Alex. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I, I am. <laughs> yeah, no, another one. A few people have been working on making it run faster because there are now more and more companies that are using multi-site and need more speed out of it because one of the things that really does 
lag on is speed. Switching between sites can be a little bit slow and all other kind of wacky stuff is going on. Is it slow on, on the let's, admin let's side touch, or is yes, it no, slow on the admin side. side? Let's touch on speed for a minute. Let's talk about size of database. Well, you know, I, I can tell you even the simplest queries, like I was I was working on a query for, for a multi-site project, just just listing um, like the, the pages of like 40 different sites on the network, and each site had maybe like five to ten pages. Well, that query ended up being just huge. You know, this is before um, like this new function was dropped into core uh, where you could like easily switch between different um, uh, different sites and whatnot. But you know, even just trying to take one one piece of data from each individual site, you have to switch to each different database. So things can get out of hand really quick, even for the so, simplest query. So Mika, is it safe for me to just set up multi-site and go ahead and set up a thousand sites on my network? Do you hate your web host? Are you using no, I'm, I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> Bad, Rachel. Um, he really doesn't know. He's going to say that he's playing devil's advocate, but he, he really doesn't know. Um, no, I, I do hold know. On. No, you don't. I know he knows. So running a thousand websites and running a thousand multi-sites is basically the same thing on your web host. So if you're going to run multi-site, what, what kind of hosting situation should you be in? A shared host, she asks? My personal recommendation, and this is not speaking as a web hosting company, is that if you're running a multi-site for more than five people and it's not on a VPS, you're going to cry later. Yeah. Totally true story. It is a true story. <laughs> you're not saying you should. Every tell people you're not to do, I've done. <laughs> You're just saying that you might cry later. You're not saying not to do it. You're just saying if you don't like crying, so, don't do it. So let's, let's Can I cry Multi now and save it for like later? Some people like crying. Multi-site. The crying game is my favorite movie. For each site that you add, um, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, it adds about eight tables to your database just by just by yeah. making a site inside a multi-site. Oh. This is true, yeah, although right. alternatively a separate site is going to have uh, 8, 9, 10, 11 tables. So but six and one half a dozen of the other. It's, it's much easier just to click add site instead of multi-site. Yeah. Right, so the point is the database sizes between 100 multi-sites and 100 single sites is minimal. Here's what I'm getting at. In multi-site, there is an option where I can set it up so that anybody can come in, sign up, the public can come in, and set up set up their own site. Yeah, don't do that. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> don't do that Again, for do you reasons. hate your host? If you really I hate, do hate my host. host. No, no, I don't hate my host. Well, there, there's a, actually a, a very practical reason for doing it that has nothing to do with multi-site, but it has to do with uh, legalities, which is you are responsible for everything people post on your site, on your hosting that you're paying for. And if somebody else posts child porn because they made a free site on your network, guess who has to get the hook? And it's Damn. Oh, me? No. It's, oh. it's Alex. fix that right now. Alex. Alex, why, is, why my, do I Alex is my CEO. Why does that happen to me? No, no. No more. I'm, 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 just, I'm, going in, I'm going into all of my LLCs and I'm making Alex my COO right now. <laughs> ERB. I don't have any LLCs. <laughs> he did really leave, too. So, just so we're drawing this out. So now basically we're saying, if you're, if you're going to use multi-site, you should not use it unless you have uh, a pretty sophisticated level of technical understanding, right? Moderate level of, of well, understanding. Okay, yeah. let, me ask a, let me ask a port portability question. Are you able to, um, not using the database, not touching MySQL, are you able to export data individually from each individual site using the admin? or Data? 
you know, like, not like just using the WordPress tools. Yeah, like export. Yeah. Yeah, that works yeah. fine. Yeah. And then what about? Can you do super export? No. So no. you can only individually export, but then of course you can do that from the database. So if you want to kind of round up all of that stuff for whatever reason, actually if exporting wanted... an individual site from multi-site via the database is a lot more complicated than just generating the XML and downloading it. So you yeah. can't just What's like. Like if someone was creating, you know, had multiple sites, and then they wanted to take the site that they had, you know, created on the multi-site yeah. and port that out to make their own site, not part of the multi-site. Yeah. How would that work? Complicatedly, I wrote a massive blog post about breaking up a multi-site because there are a lot. As George mentioned, um, the reason that the database gets messy is that you've got your options table, which is saved in a different place, a shared users table, a shared met. Me, uh, well, metadata table, it just gets really complicated. Well, Andrew, Very Andrew, you bring up an excellent point here, which kind of touches on something as far as backing a multi-site up, and I, I think Russ uh, has yeah. some good stuff. <laughs> no, 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 I just thought it was really important that, you know, when doing all this, the first thing is to back up your site. How would you back up a multi-site? Mika, go. Manually, I do it via rsync, copy all the files down. I do WP, BLI, uh -oh, and drop the database. We Sorry, okay. guys. Oh, we're not, we're not coming back next week. press and pay for a multi-site backup. Well, what, what, about, what, about, what about Vault Press for no. multi-site multi backup? Jason? Yeah. We froze George. I like how George is like, he can't ah. even talk about it. No. I, I, you can thank me later. We'll, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely have to come back and revisit that. Um, Multi-site, too big for 30 minutes. <laughs> totally, yeah, no joke. I want to I say thank you very much for all you folks being on the show. Um, make sure you take a take a look at the uh, couple of different episodes that we have, episode number 69, where we talk about theme uh, development. Uh, we what? do resources with episode 50. We also do um, episode number 74, where we talked about e-commerce without shipping. And lastly, we talked about cowboy coding on episode number 48. Thank you, folks, for being on. Make sure you go over to our website, wpwatercooler.com, and subscribe there on YouTube and also on iTunes. Thank you all for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Pete sucks. <laughs>